That's rough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mood. Uh, the mood. Ain't that ain't that just the future generations looking back on this year? Oh yeah. That's mm-hmm. rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. I mean, that's how I felt whenever I learned about every previous year. Mm, mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. Just all of history is kind of a, that's rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. My rabbit is staring at me as we just started. She's always just, you know, so selfish with our time. Well, I already devoted like 30 minutes of like just petting. For her, like divided up in like ten minute, five minute intervals, but she'll like get bored of it, hop off, and be like, mm. "All right, I'm gonna go lay down now." And then, like two minutes later, I hear her again. You know, she's waiting for me, hopping up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, at least she has the energy to hop up and beg now. It's nice. It's nice that she's sort of back to normal. Right. She's herself again. Well, kind of in. Uh, mostly entirely. Yeah, I think. Good. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to like. I don't know. To say that everything's fine. It is because you know, the reason that she got sick was because suddenly she was not fine. Right. And that can happen again, and that's always scary. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but um, it's not important to dwell on that. But she's better now. I will dwell. I will be up every night checking on her probably for a couple months straight because I'm scared and paranoid. But anyway, um, it was your birthday this past week. It was your birthday, September 15th. Everyone tell Aaron happy birthday. Oh, no, it's way, it's way past that now. No, we're, no, we're tell it. him. Tell him happy birthday. It. Tell him, let him know that he's an important baby and he's 22. Well, I didn't do anything on my birthday. You, I just you, cried a whole lot. You got your butt smacked, right? Is that what happens <laughs> to every baby? You know, they, they pull them out and they smack their butt. What? Make them cry. Is that not a thing anymore? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Dead ass? You don't know? No. When they like hold the baby up by like their one leg and they smack their butt and they like, is it does it cry? You never seen that like in cartoons? No. I don't think it's like a thing really. I mean, I think they do smack them a little bit, but, like, not hard. Just that to make sure they cry. Horrendous. Don't hold babies by their ankles. Yeah, that's, like, a cartoon thing. Oh. I don't know. I, I don't know the practice of this. I'm not a, do- a doctor. I'm not a baby doctor. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor of babies. Hello, I am Dr. Baby. Dr. Baby. Oh, God. <laughs> is he just a full-grown man with a baby head? Or is it a baby? Or is it that boss baby? That oh, horrendous... No. No. Shit post. Kevin Spacey, no. No. <laughs> oh, God. I saw, I saw recently there was like a post about how they're adding like baby Peach to like Dr. Mario or something. And someone's like, why are you advertising that you're adding the worst possible option to treat people <laughs> into a doctor game? Baby I don't want to get treated by a baby. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the other one, like, they added a stack of three Goombas. What? In a lab coat. That's fraud. Is that fraud? <laughs> That's not... What, do you have a license? I don't think that man's been to medical school. I don't think he's been to medical school, <laughs> medical school at all. I don't think he's... I don't think he's done anything medical in his life. <laughs> not any three of... Those three Goombas cannot be registered as a single citizen with a degree. 
<laughs> Hello, the media? <laughs> that sounds illegal. They contacted the media and they said, these three Goombas are a doctor now. No. And this baby. This is fraud. This is no. fraud. I'm not, I'm not getting my shots from a baby. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not getting my root canal done by three tiny mushroom creatures stacked on top of each other. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. What is Dr. Mario? Sorry. I don't really like know. I don't the... know. I've never played Dr. Mario. I'm I've not... played a like Tetris game that was themed Dr. Mario, but I have yeah. no idea what the game's about itself. I'm not really like a, a Mario enthusiast. So like I I know of uh like Mario Kart and like some of the the yeah. more like well known games yeah. and I know of the show I used to watch that uh way back in the day mm-hmm. you know like the the, t- the TV show I mean I played like Super Mario World on my Game Boy mm-hmm. but I'm not a multiplayer like I'm not like I don't really play with other people so I don't know these games that and well you also don't really play platformers. So you wouldn't no. play the single player game either. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I did play classic, like the classic Mario, um, uh, on the the 64, mm-hmm. like that, whatever that game was. I I don't really know. I'm not like I said. I'm not really an enthusiast, and I was also very young. I don't remember it much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. There's there's all. I I feel like there's. You know, I do this a lot. I separate things into categories. Yes, but you there's, do. There's two types. Of people that Explain. know about Mario. Yeah. There is the Nintendo fan forever. Right. Which, in my example, would be Michael Jones from Achievement Hunter. Ah. Who has played every Nintendo game and Ooh. is, like, huge into platformers. And they play Super Mario, and they played it back in the day, and they play it when it comes out now, and they play Zelda, and yeah. they play Mario Kart, and they play Mario Party, and they love all of those Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who, like... Oh yeah, I had Nintendo growing up, and that's kind of the extent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like I'm a grown up. I'll play Animal Crossing or Pokemon or maybe, maybe pick up a Mario game. But like, it's like the, it was mainly a staple of childhood. And then after that, it's kind of like you just play for like, oh yeah, I'll pick that up. Yeah, I mean, I have really only two types of games that I will play, and that is Animal Crossing and Pokemon of any kind and then games like Skyrim and Fallout. Yes, though that that kind of that kind of game I'll play that. Right. Open world games. Open world uh you know, give me all the fun things and things to kill. I want it. I feel like there's a lot more open world games that we could like get you into. Oh, for sure, but I also don't have time for really anything anymore. I would if I had time to explore these things because I really don't. I I, I don't even have time to go back. I wanted to play Skyrim right. again. I, and you did but for I, a little while. I did, but it's really hard to fit into my schedule. Yeah, mostly because, like, you know, your job's looking at a screen all day. Yeah. And, like, concentrating. And yeah. then playing a video game is more looking at a screen and concentrating. And lately I'm quite manic in the sense that I am just rearranging everything. I am organizing. I'm cleaning. I'm I'm spending time with Soraya because I'll spend 30 minutes like sitting with her. So if my time gets eaten up after work, then, you know, I, I'll even do notes at some point. Like, you know, I don't have a ton of time. Yeah. And then other times I'm relaxing and like snacking and watching something on my computer because I'm burnt out. 
<laughs> right, because you have to you have to take time to relax. Yeah, that's important time to yeah. re- recharge and be able to uh, I don't know like prepare yourself for mm-hmm. the next day. And then you know once I pick up a new hobby, which I'm trying to, I thought about it today and it didn't work out because I again was like I'm gonna go organize. I want to like start learning how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take up time as well. So I'm just like, oh, there's too many things to do. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's, <laughs> yeah, it's tough to fit. It's tough to fit things into a 40-hour work week. It is. I don't like it. I want to go back to college where I could, like, play games at night. <laughs> that was super fun. Right. But I also don't want to go back. I like th- this life now. It's fun. Yeah. The surprisingly, you know, I feel like I heard a lot as a kid of, like, in school or, like, oh, you're not going to be able to do all that when you're an adult. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, honestly, I can do, I I can't do as much as I did when I was like a teenager or like, yeah. but uh, I feel like my my free time is a lot more valuable. And (laughs) work is way less stressful than school. (laughs) That and like, I feel so much more purposeful. I, especially as a like college student I was just kind of like in a dorm and doing my homework and essays and all that and then playing video games and talking to people and like that there wasn't like a lot of structure it was just kind of like my schedule in the morning and that was it Mm -hmm. I don't know it was aimless I felt aimless I know what I wanted to do I I mean like Who really wants to like work a job, but yeah. you know, I have a job and you know, it's, it's enjoyable to an extent because mm-hmm. jobs do suck always. But yeah, I mean, I, I have a purpose now kind of uh, in, you know, I work and I, we have a podcast, we have lots of things that we're attempting to do. And so I just feel more like a full person now yeah. versus college High school was a different story. I was not a person. Mm-hmm. Middle school. Who mm-hmm. was that? Who, who was that? I don't know who she was. A child. That was a child. Just a child. Who was very sad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it gets better as you get older. and But, it, you know, you you do kind of spread yourself thin. Yeah. It's it's all kind of, man, I could just do this for literally every single thing. Yeah. There's, there's two types of students. Okay, <laughs> there's okay. three types of students that, really? go, that that come out of college. Yeah. And it's you mm. who felt kind of aimless in college and then more so found your direction afterwards. Yeah. And then there's people that go into college, know exactly what they're doing, get through it, and go exactly into what they were planning on doing, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's only science students. It's only people that 100% <laughs> are getting a Bachelor of Science. science. Right. I can't speak. Yes. They're like, I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to be a researcher or I'm well, going to be a it's, teacher. It's because you, um, for science, you have to know prior because the courses, the the classes that you take prior in high school are dependent on that. You have to have right. like AP class, the chemistry and all these mm-hmm. classes, Um, you know, go to like college and take those classes for credits. Right, like it's you it's have to preparation. Yeah, you, you you're basically prepping for it your entire educational because career. Because I had thought, you know, while when I was in my first year of college, like I I was playing with the idea of like, what if I try physical therapy? And then I found that if I wanted to actually do that, I should have started at sixteen. Right. Dead ass. Yeah. 
Yes. Right. So I, I couldn't. It was a, too late. Is a long journey, and yeah. a lot of people that get into that have known that for a while. You have to know at sixteen or seventeen, which is shitty because that's that's how our system is built, mm-hmm. and with education. But unfortunately, that's that's how we, how we structured it. So when you're aimless like me and you don't really know what you're doing, uh, you do end up like in the arts, and I ended ended up in the arts, and I like the arts, so here I am. Yeah, and then there's the uh, I guess it's kind of like. Oh, it's like a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's not the now. Now I'm saying okay. Do you now, have a third type of person? Yeah, that's uh-huh. why. That's why I realized it's more of like a left, right, in the middle. Yeah. So like, if we start the scale at, um, like, I don't know. If we start the scale at people who go to college, knowing that they don't know anything in particular, and they're perfectly comfortable floating. Mm-hmm. And then they float kind of after college. And that's just kind of who they are. They're like yeah. a floater. And then a there's. Floater. Right. <laughs> okay. That's me. And then there's the middle one, which would be you, uh-huh. which like has some sort of direction, like kind of like knows what you're good at, like mm-hmm. knows what you could get into, is experimenting with other things. Yeah. And then there's the people that go straight into the sciences or <laughs> like up. the the. I don't know the researching, the being being scholarly, yeah, basically becoming a part of the educational system, mm. which I I definitely feel like the sciences and scientists are a part of the educational system in that they are furthering the knowledge that we have. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a spectrum. You have floaters, <laughs> you got like middle of the road, mm-hmm. and then you have like. I since I was two years old, I wanted to go to the moon, and I now I'm, to go to the moon. I'm graduating as an astrophysicist, and I'm going to the moon. Straight up, yeah, that's exactly how that goes. I mean, I fell into English because I had tried other avenues of science. I thought to myself, you know, I'm quite intelligent. Sometimes I'm book smart. I can be, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. It wasn't for me, and I just kind of went back to what I'm actually good at, what I've been drawn to, which is English. And then I had a professor that changed my life kind of in, in the perspective of like, you know, if you major in English, you can have a jo- like a proper job, like for sure. It's a thing. Now he did warn me and say that like, if you want a good job or like the chances of having a good job, you should be going to like Philadelphia or like New York, like a city. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no (laughs) but so i still pursued english stayed here in you know little south central pa yeah a little south central and i actually landed a job and that's why i'm grateful for it because like i can't shit on it because i got super lucky Mm -hmm. to have a, a job that pays me well and is in my you know concentration my my major pays you decent it i mean like I mean, way better than I can't complain because people are getting 12 and 13. Yeah. You know, that's what you expect right out the bat. So, you know, I I landed that at a decent rate Mm -hmm. with no experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I mean, things things will happen and uh, people aren't always like right about things. You can, you can always uh, try. uh, It's really funny how I feel like um, for a long time, like I got the impression from people that like if you get an English degree and it's like, oh, you're just gonna be a teacher. Everyone like, always asks me. Or like, yes. like, what are you gonna do with that? 
mm-hmm. but it's like there's a lot of things like editing and copywriting and like a lot of um like approving of like I don't know I, editing and copywriting kind of encompass they like, do copy editing they're like that's like the umbrella that it kind of everything else falls yeah. under. Yeah, so there is like a weird misconception because everyone did always tell me like, or ask me like, oh, you want to be a teacher? Like, do you want to teach English? And I was like, no, I don't really <laughs> like other children. I'm good. Or, you know, children, I don't know. They're strangers. I don't like them. But, you know, I I eventually got to a point where, uh, you know, I, I, I have a job that showed me like, this is a thing. Like, right. Uh, like a like a more widespread thing than I thought mm-hmm. because I thought that it was just you know pure luck but there are so many jobs like this out there yeah and there are more every day because we are digital we are very digital and we we have people like you know writing shit for websites and for for anything on a website I yeah, mean you need I that think edited that, um, that the editing and copy editing also extends into social media management yeah because you are making sure that each post for whoever you're posting for is like formatted correctly mm-hmm. and the same as all the other posts yeah Very anything coherent. anything that gets uploaded onto the internet that can be a job for an english de- degree so you know i mean there's there's that weird misconception but hopefully it's not a thing at some point because i'm, t- I'm tired of it you know, I now, now that's shedding light on what seemingly is the true useless degrees, which um I I feel like are uh philosophy. <laughs> Straight up. Um, let me say, Egyptology. What? Egyptology. What's, what? What? A degree solely on the history of Egypt. Is, that's not a thing, is it? Yep. Ah. Yep. Ah. Yep. I want the facts. <laughs> I want 100%. I want the solid proof. I'll look it up right now. That's just a historian, a very specific historian, yeah? Egypt. That is a very specific historian. Degree. A, sp- uh, a degree, a master's degree in Egyptology. Uh, art history with concentration in Egyptian art. Egyptian art? Yep. So essentially, if you're lucky, right, you get one of those really cool jobs where you get to go out, let live out in Egypt, and be like you can a person. get uh, concentrations in language, archaeology, or material culture. Man, that's that's one of those like fun jobs though you, that you can get where it's just like if you get that, if you get it, well, like you know those documentaries where it's like they're you know it's like an archaeologist like just speaking about this cool shit like right, that's it's fun. like underneath like egypt's expert yeah it's i've like definitely a, a guy seen with a nice voice i've seen reddit posts where somebody didn't know what to do with their egyptology degree so then they just went for their masters and then went back to school to teach egyptology mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i feel like it's the same with philosophy whereas a lot of times you're teaching it instead of i feel like i feel like philosophy is very important mm-hmm. i'm very into philosophy and i definitely feel like in a perfect world, mm-hmm. philosophical minds would be the leaders of all civilization. I yeah. But the uh, the issue is that uh, I don't know. I guess uh, dumb people and people that don't care of the masses won't blindly listen to somebody who isn't a charismatic idiot. 
Mm. So it's like hard to put people like that in positions of power because they don't know how to, I don't know, like sound attractive. Mm. Like you can't turn like every philosophy major into a John F. Kennedy looking guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that. But yeah, like philosophy, you basically just end up teaching philosophy or writing papers on it and doing like speaking and writing books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always think that's something that should be taught in high school or introduced way more like in depth. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I feel like if you're going to be teaching uh, about like the history of religions, you mm-hmm. should also be teaching the history of uh, ways of thought. I think philosophy is just important because it helps to kind of build those critical thinking skills a lot more. And Right. What you, I don't know, how you think, you know, it just, it builds on that. Yeah. How I you feel think. like, I feel like too many times, um, the, cause there are a lot of like at like the college that we were at, mm-hmm. they required you to have credits in a like critical thinking yeah. type of because, like, class. Like, but it seemed like the critical thinking more so leaned towards math. Oh, but yeah. like, I feel like in like problem solving, yeah, whatever. Right. In most people's everyday life, their critical thinking or like problem solving mm-hmm. isn't going to be math related. It's going to be ethics related or morals related or interrelationally. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and that what I was going to say. Fuck. I, don't know. I, don't I, I think I interrupted you. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. And, and I feel like philosophy, oh. at least for me, and like reading into it, has like really helped like um I don't know like drive my like worldview in different directions and like help me think about things and the way people think about things in a a wider bigger scale. Yeah, and why I think it would be helpful though in in high school at least to be introduced way more early on instead of getting to college and choosing to take a class like that is that you do you do a lot of memorizing work in high school where it's just like, you know, you're memorizing history, the rules of English, math problems, and Mm -hmm. the equations of that. You're not really kind of like bending or stretching your mind too much. You know, I mean, with English classes, it's like you might get those essays that are like, you know, persuasion essays and things like that. Uh, Outside of that, there's not a ton of, you know, really thinking. Yeah. I think that that's important. It's not... Yeah, you're right. It's uh, grade school and uh, honestly, most of college, most of education just feels like memorization. Yeah. And putting in those uh, like critical thinking classes, Mm -hmm. those like really get your gears turning classes as like required. Yeah. Like it might, I don't know, like cause somebody at a high school age to really kind of look at the world a bit differently. Mm-hmm. I felt like that's what a lot of my like psychology class, which was an elective, yeah, also did. Yeah, was like kind of teach me how people think, and like uh, then it causes you to think, oh, did someone react to what I said to them like that because of how they're perceiving what I said? Like you start thinking about human behavior mm-hmm. and how your interaction, like the way you interact with people, causes them to interact with you. Yeah, it, that's all important stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, not everyone goes to college. And also, 
man, just reminding me of psychology, reminding myself of psychology mm-hmm. again. Since psychology is such a huge problem mm. that like mental disorders and stuff are kind of overlooked or thought of as like uh, not really that serious. Mm. And like when people are like, oh, I'll just throw them in jail <laughs> if they're like <laughs> causing trouble. Right. Or yeah, schizophrenia, throw them in jail. Right. Something or kill like them. That. Or kill them. Or kill them. Jeez. Like, oh my gosh, so many schizophrenics got burned at the stake for being witches, mm. like like a hundred years right. ago. Right. But like causing, um, having people be required to learn about those things, mm. can really be like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. And it can help you, help you understand people who are autistic, people who mm-hmm. are depressed or have anxiety. Yeah. People with addictions. Like mm-hmm. helping you realize that, no, so that person with a gambling addiction can't stop doing that by themselves. Right. They have created a pattern of serotonin creation that they can only get from this destructive behavior. Yeah. And it, it might make a lot, a lot of people be more empathetic. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, there's a lot that's lacking in our education system, but you know, we're just a podcast. We're just we're just commenting. <laughs> <laughs> what do we know? Uh, I feel I feel like we always um start off talking about something kind of just whatever. Yeah. And then it just gets into this is how we should change our how, what we learn in <laughs> schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we we just over here thinking. We, we just thinking. thinking about things. We just thinking. We just thinking out loud. Yeah. You know, it's what we do. So, Tenant, that movie that came out. Yeah. That everybody's talking about. I want to see it. We are, You do? Yeah. Are you going to watch it? I want to see it. Robert Pattinson's in it? Yeah, spoilers. What? Wait, spoilers. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Well, apparently it's not a spoiler. I didn't know. Well, it wasn't in the trailer, but he shows up almost immediately. Oh, <laughs> Hello. Like, he just wasn't in the trailer for some well, reason. Hello there, sir. Yeah. But, like, it bombed in terms of, like, sales. Well, hello, pandemic? Right. I, mm, the way that the one podcast I was listening to, my Stonks podcast. Stonks, Stonks. They were They were talking about Disney's release of Mulan. Mm. And uh, I guess, I think it was Warner Brothers' release, but, which is basically AT&T's release of mm. Tenet. Mm-hmm. And like it was like two different like attempts at releasing a movie during pandemic times. It's a scary time to do that because right. it's like also fuck Mulan, but um the the live action also it's like uh, I don't know it's new territory. Yeah, so it's like testing the waters. Yeah, and also there's a lot of snooty movie people that don't want their. Like you have to watch it on the big screen. I don't oh, know. I know. I dated someone like that. <laughs> that was like really hell bound on seeing it on the big screen. Which, like, I don't know. Like, we we went and saw uh, like the Avengers movie, in, in and we saw Joker in mm-hmm. theaters. Yeah, it's great. Which good, like good time. There are movies that when they come out, they're like, I want to go see that right now. Mm-hmm. So we go and see it. But like, if it came out on my television first. I might just stay home <laughs> and well, watch it. So we watched Birds of Prey, which, by the way, great fucking movie. Please watch it. It's, it was it was great. Honest to God, really good. Yeah. Um. It so in, in the comfort of our little apartment here, with mm-hmm. our actually quite you know leather pleather whatever this is. This is fake leather. 
yeah yeah fake couch um and our quite big tv it still brought me a lot of that movie magic i felt like i was in a movie theater right i was still i was still entranced enough that like I was just watching it. I wasn't looking at we my phone. We weren't looking at our phones. We weren't really talking that mm-hmm. much. It still brought the vibes. Right. We just like sit and watch because you, you want to. Yeah. That's what, uh, I guess that's the, um, the worry is like when you go see a movie, most times, even if you don't like how it's going, like you have to sit there and watch the whole thing. Yeah. But at home, like, if you're just streaming a movie, you can just turn it off whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And you, the thing is you can walk out of a movie theater, but like <laughs> for some reason there's like a thing of like, people feel like they're wasting their money if they leave a movie. Whereas at home, even if they spent money on something to watch it, they're just like, mm, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want it. They just right. like turn off. But like, yeah. I don't know. That was a good movie and it was fun to watch at home. Mm. But Tenant, they released it in theaters and it's like theaters are operating at like 50% capacity. But Aren't people like, like having whole theaters themselves almost somewhat there. There are some places where it's like the whole theater for just like one party of people yeah. or one person. That's a significantly less amount. Yeah. Of and people. then, and then they're at maximum they're operating at like 30% capacity where it's like two people here. Then it's like two rows down. Yeah. Like two more people. You can't fill theaters and that's what's going to push the sales like way up where they're supposed to be. Which, and then Mulan Mm -hmm. was released for a price of $30. Even if you already subscribe to Disney plus, which you know, you're going to spend that much money anyways if you and your family are going to go see Mulan. Uh, yeah, this is like unpopular opinion time because people don't like that they have to pay like $30 for it. To be honest, I don't mind paying that price. And that's really only because like if we were to go, we would pay approximately $30. Right. Like and with like including tickets and like snacks food. And... Yeah, we would be paying that. I don't mind. Um, Even with the subscription, it's like it's what we're going to be paying regardless. However, fuck that movie. Um, that was a whole... The reason that, you know, kind of had issues w- was because of um, the controversy around that movie. Right. That there, Yeah, there was two parts. The people that were like, I don't want to pay that. Yeah. And then there were also people that were like... Moral, moral stuff. You did loads of ass-kissing to, <laughs> to Chinese government to film it there. The police. Right. Yeah. Which, funny enough, the, the movie got banned there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oh. And all that brown nosing for nothing. <laughs> but neither of those movies did very well. Yeah. Tenant made only $9 million. Mm. And Mulan made $36 million, mm. But the movie cost $200 million to make. Christ. So both of them are operating at a exceedingly large loss. I but think that the, the... The issue is, is that when, when Tenet comes out available yeah. for st- to be bought on streaming platforms... It should go up. Loads of people are going to watch it, and yet yeah. they'll probably make their money back. The thing is, giving me out on any platform, even if it's not on a platform, I don't care. $30, give that to me. I'll pay for it. Well, right here. Right now. What I don't understand is that the movie... Remember the movie Trolls World Tour? Mm-hmm. That movie released on like Amazon, I think. Didn't it do super well? 20 bucks. It 
like crushed box office expect box office expectations. Yeah. It did just as well as if it were to do like an opening 4th of July weekend yeah. movie. I think Mulan is something we can't really like use in kind of this equation that we're going to be building here because that is uh, a special case of like many people took a stand not to watch that. Right. So there's already like a you know a, an idea around that of like we can't we can't watch that. So it's it's, it's sort of like a in terms of like the experiment Mm-hmm. We can't really use that. That. Throws, that throws it off. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, another thing I forgot to say. Both of those movies released Labor Day weekend, mm. which usually three-day weekend means like extra sales. Yeah. Extra movie sales. That didn't happen because movie theaters didn't even fill up to the point where they were allowed to because people just don't want to go to a movie theater right now. It's, yeah, I mean. Most people won't even, at least... It seems like most people won't go. They won't yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, I I used to like it. I used to love it and hate it. I don't know, but right now I wouldn't go. No, for sure. I'm I'm good. Uh, I really don't want COVID. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but I feel like if Tenant released for twenty dollars or thirty dollars, twenty five, twenty five, give it to me anywhere in that range. Yeah, I'm not paying more than thirty though. No. I will not. No, of course not. Uh, but like that range there, 20 to $30. Yeah. If you put it up for that, like opening day on like a streaming platform, I, think I bet you they would have made like triple, quadruple the amount that they I made think they trying done to open in physical well. theaters. For sure. For sure. I think you're right. It would have done really well. Yeah. So, you know. I don't even, because like if John Wick can do well, that movie could do well. Yeah. Like, like it's like an action movie, and apparently it's like you know it's Christopher Nolan, so it's like way more cerebral than like a John Wick or uh, like a what's that other spy movie? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's not James Bond. It's it's oh god, I can't. Jason Bourne. That's what uh, it was. Yeah. The Bourne Identity. The, so stuff like Bourne. that. You know, Christopher Nolan. People like Christopher Nolan. I like him. I liked his Batman movies. I am <laughs> a gross fan of those where I'm like, yes, I will watch it many times. Didn't those get put on a Hulu recently or something? Did they? I, I want feel them. like they did. And I remember like adding it to our list or something. Cause I was like, I want to watch those movies again. Remember it was like at our old apartment. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to watch those. And you were like, you know what? Me too. And then I it was u- like, yeah. Oh, it's available nowhere. I used to own them. I, they, I used to watch them all the time. Were you like Abed on Community and you owned a director's cut copy of The Dark Knight? And... I mean, like I would watch the like the extras and the, the, the behind the scenes and things like that, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a, that just reminds me, there's a, like a behind the scenes of the, for the Witcher documentary thing on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who? I like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I do too. Is that coming out? The Witcher? Yeah. No. Aw. No. What's coming out soon? The Mandalorian. That's what's coming out soon. October 30th. Yeah. Which I just got a Mandalorian tattoo. Yeah, we got tatted again recently. (laughs) (laughs) I like how we're like, I don't want to go to a movie theater, go to a tattoo shop. But it's way different. I promise. Mm, mm, Everything I'm sitting on is covered in plastic wrap, and they immediately douse everything in sanitizer at the moment. Well, they're super clean, and there's less than 10 people in there approximately ever at a time. Right. And 
like it's not like a crowded movie theater you know also i'm just gonna say i don't trust like i don't know jonathan like uh, <laughs> uh, uh pimple bespectacled movie theater, high school movie theater worker he's just working he's just to, trying to maintain to his clean. job <laughs> also those seats are fabric and like yeah i don't know I, well if they're like yeah if they're the old school kind of style People are trans or places are transitioning more and more to like the leather laying back kind of right. seats, yeah, which is nice. I more want all those. I want those widespread everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Give them yeah, to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust a, a movie theater to be clean. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, have you seen the floors? People Ugh. are disgusting. Ugh. Gross. 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 Don't also like if you ever go to a movie movie theater again. People out there, don't leave your trash. Please oh my god! Out. There's there's Stop giant being a weirdo. giant trash cans on the way out. It's They're right so, there. It's so simple to just you know pick up your shit and throw it in the trash can. It's literally you don't even have to like you have to go buy them to leave. Mm-hmm. So like don't leave your shit there. Yeah. Also maybe if you spill something, tell somebody about it and be like, hey, I'm gonna spill. I'm real sorry about that. I'll never understand. And like maybe avoid like stepping all over it and yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe never bring your child to a movie theater. Again, but we live in the same place that's like, people are like, I don't want to wear a mask. Meh. Yeah. So like, those are the same people that are just leaving their shit everywhere. <laughs> that post that I showed you the other day where it's like, people that don't want to wear a mask are people that would hide their zombie bites. Yes, they would. I always got so pissed off in movies Mm-mm-mm. or shows when someone like hit it. Yeah. I'm like, you you fucking know what's happening, You're right? You're a time bomb, sir. You're a time... Except those people are like, no, I'm not. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. They start sweating and get a fever. And they're like, Timothy, you're not looking too good, man. And it's like... <laughs> and all of a sudden, you hear Timothy in the back. Like, hey, where's Timothy? <laughs> he a zombie now. He's <laughs> like, when the fuck did that happen? Like, I don't know. I feel like at that point in a zombie apocalypse... I would have so little will to live anyways. At the moment that happened to me, I'm like, that's it. Off me. I know I'm not, <laughs> I know, I know it's like, I know I'm a danger to everybody here mm-hmm. and that we don't have a cure to this. Even if you find it later, I'm not going to last that long. Just like, yeah. You know, I've always thought too, from watching the walking dead, especially that I would 100% want to be just like off in the apocalypse. I'm, I'm good. I really, I don't want to like live through that. That's such I'm fine. a that's such a difficult existence. I I don't have the strength, the willpower, that anything can do that. Like in the early season of The Walking Dead, where um they are at the CDC and there's you know that uh, explosion that happens and right. and you know the ones that want to live are trying to get out before it goes off. Um, but uh two of them stay behind, and mm-hmm. you know, the one lady she decides to stay uh with that guy yep and that would be me i'd be like yeah take me out i'm good i'm i'm good guys especially after seeing like literally they were, they watched a thing where it's like yeah there's like no hope at all yeah they this like watch how, how it, it like now. invades the brain sort yeah. of um how it like functions a bit it's it's crazy by the way see that season one is great unpopular opinion sorry is that unpopular People hate on it. I don't know. I like it. That was a great season. Mm, yeah. I mean, I continued watching. I thought it was 
pretty fantastic. I haven't seen it for like a decade, probably. The Walking Dead's actually ending the show. Finally. Finally. You know, that's that's been a long time coming. I've been saying, I stopped watching at like season nine. I don't even remember the season eight or nine because it was so uneventful and bad. And I kind of just really hated it. I don't remember it. I stopped the moment after the big um, Alexandria battle. Yeah. Like, after that, I was out. The introduction of Negan really threw me. Like, it had, he had was, great potential, but fuck. I, I was really excited Yeah. about it. Yeah. Because I really liked his character well, in the he's comics. a well-known character, and it's like, oh, man, fucking Negan. Like, he's really liked in the comics. So, hello? Like, where? what happened here? <laughs> yeah. And then also... I, man, you know, you would have thought, like, people think of HBO, of AMC as, like, another HBO. Oh, and no. that they aren't, what? I mean, like, it, yeah, like, functioning, I guess. But, I mean, like, in terms of, like, the, like, grossness, the gratuity, you know, like, the the gore, the the insanity. Like, it's it's way watered down. Really? Kind of. Because I feel like The Walking Dead was, like, plenty gory. Compared to, like, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Really? The same. Nah. If not more. Game of Thrones of was like way heavy handed, like gross. I mean, like The Walking Dead was I like. I feel like just uh, sexually it was more that way. But... Well, yeah. I mean, like in terms of like, I guess like just plain old gore. Yeah. It's like there. It's there. But I mean, like Game of Thrones was like all around just like, whoa. And a lot of the other shows are like that. It's, it's more like. Well, I definitely feel like. Uh, the writing was better on Game of Thrones so I feel like when there was gore it hit harder because there was stuff that mattered that was happening mm-hmm. whereas in The Walking Dead the gore was just kind of constant it was just like a part of every scene in the show because they're like killing things all the time well yeah and I don't know in the later seasons like whenever there was something gory or like I don't know extra like ugh like look at this like, it ended up being so corny and like ugh okay Moving on, you know. Mm. Anyway. Mm. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> you don't know. Nope. But, I mean, yeah, AMC was was on par because of, like, Breaking Bad, but not really anymore, I'd say. No, not now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I had a point before, yeah, but sorry. I don't remember it anymore. I don't know. We are talking about The Walking Dead and Negan. Mm-hmm. Was it about Negan? Oh, yeah. They, he, he couldn't... I didn't understand why they didn't let him live up to his full potential because it was like a primetime show and they were afraid of being too gratuitous, which yeah. uh, like they like toned him down a whole lot. They had to because they can't say things like fuck, you know, they can't say but why? cuss words. I don't, I don't understand why. If you're, if you're that afraid of swearing and mm-hmm. you're watching a show where there's like constant slaughter happening right like what are your moral values here right yeah it, it's unfortunate because they couldn't push everything the boundaries of everything like they, they could they didn't have the, the entire freedom of like game of thrones yeah which i don't understand uh, i feel like anything could have that freedom because h the only reason hbo did is because they just fucking went for it they mm. just did they just do what they want and then it just makes loads of money because when you let people do what they want, it makes money because they make better things. Also, isn't it because like HBO and I don't remember like 
how cable works anymore. But like, HBO is like a subscription, right? So like, yeah. And also, you can probably restrict access. Like a kid can't come across it, right? Well, but like AMC, a kid could come across it. I don't know. Right? Was that the yeah. Reason? AM, AMC was more of like a main main yeah. selection of channels. Yeah. And HBO and Stars were like why, right? they were like the two that were like extra money on yeah. top of your cable to pay for it. Yeah, that's why. So they can they can they can push those boundaries and have the freedom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not like a general cable. Right. It's because package. of old time semantics. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. Uh, a couple other things to bring up, just uh, I guess in general, just talking about our week. Uh, Brooke got me some very wonderful gifts <laughs> and that she got me the whole Harry Potter book series mm. in hardcover mm-hmm. and it's very nice including a little chest came in a little chest it's very yeah. cool to display <laughs> and then my parents got me the full Percy Jackson series in hardcover mm-hmm. which I was very happy about as well which when I look at it like Man, the whole Percy Jackson series is like in pages. Looks like only two of the Harry Potter books. Yeah. They're so much smaller. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> and then, yeah. but here, here's the thing. Oh, no. Got a, a Lego helmet Stormtrooper. Yeah. It was wonderful. I was very excited. Yeah, I was excited to give it to you. I'm... I'm now even more tempted to get the third helmet because <laughs> I'm like, then I have all of them, all mm-hmm. three of them. But there is a piece missing in my Lego set. I'm mad because I like recently threw out the receipt, <laughs> which I'm sure I have a digital copy of, hopefully. How are we going to return a 75% put together <laughs> Lego set? We tell them, hey, it's missing a piece. Well, I, want my mo- I want my money back right now. Well, the thing is, that's nice is that the Lego website has a thing where you can go there and order missing pieces. Yeah, in but your they're set. being stupid about it. They're making it so it's hard right now, so I, you can't. So I'm gonna return it. Well, and get a new one. They're not making it. The website was just like not working. Exactly, they're making it difficult. So I emailed them, but I'm gonna try the website again. This is annoying because I have like a stormtrooper with like 25 percent of its like head not fully formed. I'm mad because I always have the most random foresight, the most like like predictions that come true with the most, you know, random things that don't really matter too much. But I saw the box that it came in mm-hmm. and it was quite beat up. And like, I thought to myself, if this motherfucker is missing a piece, I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> and yeah, it's missing a piece. So I always have the, this, these fucking thoughts that come true and I'm, I'm angry about it. I'm so angry. But yeah, I'm going to return it. <laughs> We're not going to return it. We're going to get my missing piece. I'm getting impatient for you. Well, shut up. It's my thing now. Grr. So I'm just going to get the missing piece at some point Grr. and finish it. Grr. <laughs> it's fine. Grr. I'm not that bothered. I'm bothered. It was gift. I can I can let it go and I can get the new piece and it'll be fine. It was gift. It was almost perfect. Almost. Mm. It was still perfect to me. Mm. I appreciate it, and I enjoy having it. And mm. at some point, it'll be fully put together and on display. Mm. 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 Yeah, that was sad times. Oh, and we also discovered that you can have veggie burger. I can have veggie burger. Yeah, I was worried about what was in a veggie burger because I'm not, you know, knowledgeable in food at all. <laughs> 
Like I'm I'm very much like you know, if I would describe my my style of eating still, it's very much still like a college student, but gluten free now, unfortunately. Right. Not by choice. Not by choice, just because I have to to avoid issues. But you know, it's all still very like processed shit. Just less processed, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm just still very much like college student. <laughs> I'm not an yeah. adult yet. I'm sorry. I think it's all still heavily processed, but the thing is is that there's some uh there's like some ingredients that are like harder to make unhealthy. <laughs> it's like not as awful, basically. Yeah. It's still bad. Not as bad. But you know, I'm over here just being like, I- I'll eat mac and cheese like every day, whatever. <laughs> I guess that's it, you know. Free mac and cheese. I-, I just, you know, I'll eventually learn and want to cook for myself, but not now. You know, I think that um, it folds in nicely to it's hard to dedicate time to things in a 40 hour work week. Well, yeah, I don't and feel like it. And cooking is one of them. <laughs> I don't feel like it. Like, why bother? Why I'm gonna eat it? It's gonna disappear. My hard work is in my body now, and I don't. Why? Why? Why bother? That's why you take mouse bites, and you just go, mm, and you sit and ruminate on it for thirty minutes, and then you take another bite, mm-hmm. and then you go. You know, mm. you know. I don't like. I don't really like shitting on girls like for things, especially <laughs> when, you know, it's like a more traditionally feminine thing but one thing i really get annoyed about or just like subtly annoyed or when girls that are that like brag about like yeah i'm such a good cook like i'm always like like, i'm such a good cook i'll cook you anything what do you want like i'll cook you things and i'm like please shut up (laughs) like it's fine like yeah you can enjoy that and like i'm sure you're great at it like whoever is great at it i don't fucking know but like oh my god like that's cool, but shut up, please. Is that a uh, weird thing to be annoyed about? Uh, well, what what's the root of why you're annoyed about it? I don't know. It's just like, it's sometimes it's a weird flex to be like, look at what a great wife I'd be or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's what it comes across as. I'm sure mm-hmm. it doesn't mean to, but it's always like, I'm a great, like, traditionally valued woman. Look at me. I can cook everything. Okay, cool. Cool flex. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't, I, don't, I don't really know many people that can cook. I don't know. I've just seen it before in like Facebook posts, mm-hmm. or where people are like, "Well, it's mainly like misogynistic Facebook posts of just like, if your girl can't cook or clean, don't fucking marry her or something like that." And it's like, I mean, people can cook basic things, but like, you don't need to make a like a four four star meal, five star meal every fucking day. Five Michelin stars. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Then, you know, you see girls in the comments are like, I know how to cook and clean. I'm so good at it. Like, okay, cool. Right, but I'm sure most of those women are like, yes, Karen, you know how to cook and clean. You know how to make spaghetti and, and <laughs> use a broom. Like, I don't know. It's just like such a, it's a weird thing to be like annoyed about, but it's like, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess I just don't like when women try and prove their worth to men. Mm. Is that my thing? Maybe. Where it's just like, I'm traditionally appealing. Right. Like me, please. Right. Yeah, there's a difference between... Because uh, that also is like separate a separate attitude from like women who want to be like chefs. 
Yeah. Or like women who are like, like, uh, enjoy that as a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the women that you're talking about that are like, look at how traditionally skilled I am. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing on Facebook that I see a lot about guys that are like, we're the woman, women that can cook, huh? And it's like, why do you need that so much? Cook for yourself, you stupid fuck. I guess, uh, I've surrounded my, my, uh, internet feeds with more of the opposite yeah of women being like don't get with a worthless man that can't do anything for himself <laughs> that's true i i'm i guess i need to clean up my feed more because i get a lot of misogynistic shit i on literally my feed. follow i'm subscribed to a subreddit called female dating strategy yeah and it's just women always posting about like like watch out for low value men mm. and like like tips and like examples of like can't believe I dated this guy and like like this this person like don't settle for less than than what you're worth yeah it's just uh women like I don't know coming coming to their senses and helping other women come to their senses true yeah although it's crazy because there are people out there like men and women that straight up don't know the basics of like cooking like just like you know your basic things. Yeah, I've seen a post about that. Like, um, I I I, t- I told you about that post where it's like, someone went to go make a boxed brownie mix, uh-huh. and it said to butter the bottom of the pan, and they flip the pan upside down no. and butter the part that's gonna that's... sit on the metal of the oh, oven. Oh dear God! No, yeah, it's like it's there are people out there that really don't know the basics. Or another one from that same post college student puts noodles in pot and turns the stove on without putting water in it. Right. And they're like, why isn't this working? I've seen people that like, don't know how to like boil water. And it's like, (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. But yeah. Right. Uh, Those people, um, their parents just didn't raise them. Yeah. But (laughs) you know, women, you don't need to like, you know, try and prove your worth with traditional things. Like if you like, are like really good at cooking and you want to like yell about it like go ahead but don't try and frame it like you know uh i i do this so that i can attract mate (laughs) don't do that yeah that's my thoughts Uh random things i'm so tired (laughs) yeah i think we're i think we're about down here i am burnt out as they say. As they say. As the kids say. As the children say. I'm ready to yeet. Yeet. My dudes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. That that was the way the pod goes. That's right. the way the pod goes. We didn't introduce it, really. We don't really do that anymore. No. Fuck that. I've been Aaron. I've been Brooke. If you like this show, visit our Patreon, uh, Alternative Bird Podcasts. Or follow us on Instagram, the way the pod goes. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.